0: Hello, listeners, and welcome. Twelve Sided Stories presents Otherworld London, an actual play RPG podcast that uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu system. We weave macabre Gaslight era tales of terror and suspense for your listening enjoyment. Our games are story driven and rules light. Now, our keeper for Otherworld London, Wes Otis.
1: Hey, everybody. Let's get started. Let's introduce our players. We'll start with Terry. Oh, hi, guys. Welcome
2: back. We're going into this finale. This is very exciting. This is Terry. Um, I'm scared. Uh, I'm also playing Alizé Carew. (laughs) (laughs) Shopkeeper? Question mark? We'll see what's going to (laughs) happen.
3: Hi, everyone. Kelsey Osborne reprising Maggie Cooper. And I just, I mean, I hope we live. I hope that this isn't horrible, but you know, we're in a state. So, <laughs> we're in a state. <laughs> hey, I'm Mac Beauvais. I am playing
4: Ethel Prendergast. And honestly, I don't care if we go out in a blaze of glory so <laughs> long as Mabel comes with us.
0: <laughs> and I'm Michelle Otis and I play Eugenia Penbottom of the Lancashire Penbottoms. And, uh, Yes, we are in a spot.
1: (laughs) It's quite distressing. A lot of stuff happened, obviously, last time we were together. Maggie saw the unfortunate demise of Tommy in a very unfortunate way. (laughs) Um, Terrible loss. Yes. Alizé really didn't know what to do because she was outside of Mabel's house and just heard the gunshot and kind of freaked out and ran away. Later on, she was able to kind of pull it together and get the general and Benny, and they went down to the warehouse. She
4: went to get help. Yes.
1: Meanwhile, Ethel went back to the squeaky flute to get the book back and her father came out of nowhere and was like you know if i can find you shut it if i (laughs) I took him morphing out of the wall
4: (laughs) if If, i can find you (laughs) if if i
1: can find you the police can find you and she then conjured the woman in white They made a couple of deals, a kiss was given for power, and now Ethel has her power back and is able to use spells and whatnot. She too went to the warehouse where Mabel last was seen by her to exact her revenge on Mabel. Mabel, after dispatching Tommy, smacked Maggie in the head, who is now forever concussed. (laughs) She was taken to the warehouse. Eugenia was unfortunately caught in a tea room and- <laughs>
3: You would get caught
1: in a tea, tea room. room by- As you do, you get in a spot of tea room. <laughs> she uh, unfortunately was ambushed by Mabel's cronies, or cult members. She was also knocked out and taken to the warehouse at the warehouse. Meanwhile, at the warehouse. <laughs> at the warehouse. <laughs> you woke up and you found yourself in the middle of a room with a bunch of corpses and small fey creatures eating said corpses. You were able to break free. At the same time, the others showed up. You guys were all reunited. And while standing in the room, not far from the door, Mabel showed up and said, I'm so glad that I was able to get you all in this room. And she shut the door. And that's where we're picking up.
4: I want to see you next Tuesday <laughs>
1: <laughs> So she shuts the door and outside you hear voices from every single side of the building start to chant mm. over and over again. And there's this humming sound. and the corpses start to yeah they're coming back stand <laughs> no. up. Okay. Mm. I need everybody to make a sand check. (gasps) Oh, why, Wes? Let's start this game out right. I
2: don't understand why. I feel fine.
3: Nerves of steel right now.
1: Whoops. I feel
0: fine. Eugenia got a 35 (laughs) under her 63.
3: I got an 81.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. I feel great. I got an 83. Yay, 80s club.
1: What's your sand?
2: Uh, You don't need to know that. I mean, you don't don't ask
4: a lady that
2: That's a really personal thing. I'll tell you my age, but I will not tell you my sanity. Sanity. That's a very personal thing. Wes. Wes. (laughs) Wes. 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 It is sixty. That's my, my sanity. sanity is sixty. <laughs> that's my. I rolled an eighty-three whales. Oh, what does that mean for me? Oh <laughs> I'm not
0: 60. What do I do? <laughs> whales.
2: That's,
1: that's my favorite part of that show. Uh,
3: oh, whales. Of course it is because it's your name. It's Wes.
1: Oh my god.
3: Putting too much air behind a name is just great. <laughs> <laughs> It
1: works.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, um, you take four points. Oh great! 70.
3: I rolled a four. Oh,
1: Ooh, oh look how looks sane like you are. Somebody
4: is disassociating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled Andy an eighty-one. Ethel. Oh, what's your uh, sand?
4: Not eighty-one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh <laughs> what the shit? Oh. oh no. Did you what do you take eight?
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's no. all right. I, I plan on going out in a blaze of glory. No. Whatever.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I've already been that line.
1: This is fine. So you just take the eight points. Okay. You don't get a just. phobia, but you are uh <laughs> you are stunned and shocked and frozen where you're at. For some reason, this is just like you hear the chanting, you see these corpses get up and your mind just kind of (laughs) Um, and what is you failed right no i did not. eugenia okay eugenia is keeping a stiff upper lip benny and the general are okay i rolled for them what do you guys want to do
3: ethel is there anything in the book that says anything about corpses i'm guessing probably the answer is
1: no you haven't read anything about this kind of thing
2: well, it sounds like they're chanting, and they're chanting around the entire space. It's like we're in a circle again of some sort. There must be a way to break the circle, and if we break that, then maybe we could break what's going on.
4: Right. Perhaps there's some sort of counter-chant.
1: You're looking around the room, and you're, you're trying to think of, like, counter-chant or whatever. Give me a roll against your occult, Ethel.
4: I have a 10 under my 70.
1: Wow. Because
4: I've been reading this book for For a long long time. time.
1: Yeah, you know that- You
4: gave me five spells and you haven't updated it in a while, I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I don't think there was any other spells in the book but those five that was all that was you're in there you're the
4: gm there. you control the horizontal and the vertical ah, yeah, you yeah, can I make can up any spells you want i can want. i can
1: put as many as i want in there so i put in five <laughs> anyway <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <many I> want. <laughs> all right so there's a couple of things you can do you know that the more people that are chanting the more power they're Drawing into their circle. Yeah. Figuring out, out a way to stop these things from chanting with her would be the first step towards cutting the amount of power she's got going into the spell.
4: How specifically would a spell of maggots be placed? Well, would I be able to use it on the corpses so their mouths are full of maggots and they can't chant?
1: Unfortunately, Ethel can't cast that spell maggots on a ton of people. It would take too many magic points and sanity points. Do a spot hidden, though, because that is a good idea. You guys yeah, I was, would be looking around. I was also around. gonna
3: ask like, if the bodies were placed in any kind of particular pattern or if there was like blood painted in any particular pattern. I see
1: nothing. <laughs> okay. May I do a can spot I, hidden as well? Yeah. yeah, you can all do spot hidden. Okay. That's Great. That's fine.
3: All right. Oh, a 12 under nice. my 56. 45 yeah, under yeah. my 65.
2: No. no, I don't see shit. Okay. <clears throat> you Evelyn see dead and people.
3: I do. Yeah, you definitely see dead people. Though. I see lots They're of everywhere. dead people chanting.
1: <laughs> uh, They're chanting. So would you roll?
3: Uh, 45 under my 65.
1: Okay. Like I mentioned, there's a bunch of these men's clothes around. You do notice on the floor that there are different glyphs, magical spots under each corpse. So where they were laying was there was actually writing underneath them for each single one. There's like 40 people in there. This is a huge warehouse. So there's like 40 of them and you didn't realize it before, but they are evenly kind of spaced out in this grid pattern okay are they in a shape it gets some geometry yeah they're in a shape they're in a uh, perfect square each one of them has a different magical symbol and most magical sim- symbols are these non-Euclidean <laughs> symbols underneath them that make really no sense and if you look at them long enough your head will hurt <laughs> you might get a nosebleed.
3: Are they like painted in blood or something like that? No, the they,
1: they look like they're carved in. You imagine that more than likely they prepped the room, they started whatever orgy they were having and then they started killing people and making sure that their bodies were covering these spots as they went along. Shoot the symbols. Uh, (laughs) He shoots a symbol, and the corpse underneath that symbol falls to the ground.
2: Shoot the symbols, everyone with a gun.
1: I'm gonna shoot some symbols. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you guys start going around and, and knocking these symbols out. You can even go up with a knife and yeah, just that's what I was, yeah, was Like
0: having Is a there knife anything just handy along? that I can grab to scrape. Yeah, a piece absolutely. are of, of the broken chair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the world just trying to destroy a these symbols. shattered bone. I'm
2: sure. Oh, I don't need to shoot. I'm gonna grab something <laughs> as well after I shoot a couple. I need to save these bullets. Oh yeah, you
1: did. <laughs> good call, good call. So you guys start doing this. Meanwhile, the cult outside is chanting. And at some point, the roof starts to shake really hard. And you hear it start to lift up as what? if being pulled off the rafters. You see parts of it flying and there's this large circle, this vortex opening up above the roof. Oh no, is it a portal? It's some kind of portal, absolutely. Uh,
2: Oh no. Um, Not again.
1: Ethel, can you make me another occult roll? Because now you can kind of see what's going on outside. Uh, 44 under 70, Yeah, they're definitely summoning some kind of being here and it's something probably pretty terrible. With all of you working on it, destroying each of these symbols, you're able to get rid of a fair amount of them. And the cultists outside don't seem to be trying to stop you or even able to notice that you're doing anything. They're all in this trance as they open this portal.
3: So just real quick, Mabel, when she shut the door, was it like... She was on the outside of. Yeah, their she house was on and the she outside. Would, like, and like, and shut it
1: us in. and locked you so in. So we don't see any of the. No, you just hear yet. them outside. Okay. okay. And the roof has been blown off this warehouse, and above you is this green vortex that's swirling and kind of moving in a counterclockwise direction. In the center of the vortex is this black void with no stars, and you see something in the center of the void starting to come down towards the opening.
2: Great. So I hope it's not my ex. I mean, (laughs) that could be awkward.
3: (laughs) What do we do? What do you think, think, think? I mean... Ladies. We have to get out of here and disrupt the cultists, right? We never got... We never got any ether or anything to knock anybody out. I don't think we need Ether to knock them out. Yeah, I think we can.
2: We have ourselves. Yeah. We have a magic friend. We have Benny and the General have a butt of a gun. Yes, we have guns. Oh, that's true. We need to stop Mabel. I think is that she's the key, correct? Yeah, I think we got to get out of this
3: warehouse to the cult. I think think?
4: Ethel's going to. Listen for a second to the chanting and see if it sounds like one of the spells that she's... Good idea. ...heard.
1: You know that this is a summoning spell. You haven't heard it before, though. I will tell you this much. From what you've read, it's probably for some really bad entity that Mabel's hoping to garner a favor for, and you guys are probably... The sacrifice sacrifice
4: yeah i the reason that i was wondering that is because i have a couple of summoning spells myself and i was thinking i could potentially bring something that might godzilla fight this guy but oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. i forgot which which summoning spells do you have again
4: they're vague it's the spirit of the sky and summon the winged One.
1: Oh, okay yeah uh, um those don't sound happy. nothing sounds
4: great <laughs> sound but epic. also what are we going to do right now
1: so, do you guys want to have the General bust down one of the doors, or...? yeah,
2: <laughs> want to try to get out of yeah, here, no matter so. what.
1: After you guys disrupt the corpses from being able to be part of the chant, it basically gives you guys more time, because without so many voices, the portal isn't being thrown open as quickly as it was. Mm-hmm. The general runs over the door and he just basically shoots the mechanism from behind the sliding lock. There's bolts in the back of it through the door and he just shoots that part close range and and is able to knock the, the lock off. And he opens the door and you see all of these cultists, they're floating about four feet in the air and they're slowly like a carousel going around the building. They're just chanting over and over again the spell. And the general kind of looks at you all and oh. I pick up a rock and huck it at one of them. Okay, give me a, give me a throw. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, yes, you'll see Mabel because she's one of them. I have a very low throw. but, but... still. At some point, you see Mabel go by. Right then, you hear this horrible sound emanate from the vortex. And this gigantic tentacle comes out of the vortex and it seems like it's trying to pull itself through into your reality. And you see this face that has all of these different eyes um, in different positions on its head with this large maw that is just dripping with this ooze and it starts to rain down into the warehouse. Can I get sand checks, everybody? Yeah, and
4: then I had a question. Okay. See, uh, Mabel. I'm sorry, we're rolling against current sand or
1: total sand? Current sand. Okay. Nope. Yep, I made
4: it. <laughs> I'm fine. Barely made it.
1: Fine, fine, fine. I I rolled a 10. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You're really good. I I was like, I made
4: made it better than I thought I did.
1: You guys still take one point, um, but you know, that's cool. You did not make it. I did not. Maggie. I know. This is too much. You got lucky. You only took three this time. Too,
3: too much.
1: Struggling way more.
3: I
0: know I could (laughs) have. I think we should run, because if we're not in the middle of the circle, they are the middle of the circle. Agreed. And if it decides to ingest someone, it won't be us. (laughs) Oh, poor Eugenia.
2: (laughs) What are you thinking, Ethel? Quickly.
4: Well, if if Mabel comes around, Ethel's going to make a leap for her and try and grab at her ankle. They're four feet up. You could definitely reach somebody. You're
1: tall, too. I mean, they're only four feet. You can lift Yeah, like mess.
4: I, I want to reach up and grab her ankle. Okay. I want to see if I can pull her out of this rotating circle. And if not,
1: Get you on told me the ride. mechanics
4: of how maggots work now.
1: Right. All oh, right. Oh, yeah,
4: you just have a firm
3: touch.
1: She comes back around. Um, you walk up. When you grab her, there is, because they are in a circle doing the spell, They have this magical field around them that's kind of like this big cylinder that's going up to the vortex, and it's causing a barrier between you guys and the outside. And when you grab her, you feel your arm just light up with electricity almost, and you smell your flesh being kind of burned away. Okay. But you're also resolute about getting Mabel. Worth it. As you smell cloth and flesh burn, you look up at Mabel with an anger that has been building for the last year and a half, and you concentrate as hard as you can, ignoring the pain of your arm, and you cast your spell. So it's eight magic points and six sanity right off the bat. All right. You're gonna roll your power, she's gonna roll her power.
4: Okay, oh. Dice, this is, like, you can't fail me tonight.
1: Wow.
0: Four. Oh, my right.
1: gosh. Woo. So you grab she her.
0: She wanted it. She wanted it so bad.
1: Literally millions of horsefly eggs erupt from her pores. She suddenly comes out of the chanting and starts screaming as... All of these maggots erupt from her head all the way down her body. She falls out of the circle.
4: Ethel has the most (laughs) snarly, cruel smile on her face right now.
1: She falls to the ground and she's just covered with these maggots and they're, they're like crawling up her nose and in her mouth. She's screaming because she doesn't know what's happened. She was in magic, Trance. trance and now she's on the ground covered in how
4: and, does it feel Mabel having your power taken away
1: she's just screaming uncontrollably
0: Ethel's enjoying it yes.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and I have to say Eugenia's enjoying it more than <laughs> a little
1: <laughs> with her pulled out you notice that the vortex starts to close just a little bit it's just a chant with a bunch of people. So Mabel was no more important than any one other link in the chain, but you've now pulled someone out of that chain and you've seen that it goes down. Now, the downside for you, Ethel, when you stuck your hand in there, it burnt off a bunch of skin and fused muscle with bone and all that. Yeah. You, you are running on pure adrenaline when you did it. When she fell down to the ground, You snapped out of it and realized you took some major damage. Sure. How many hit points do you have? More than eight. Okay, so you take eight points. That's like a major wound.
4: I hate Mabel enough that I'm willing to die to take her out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate your service. No, nobody would blame you for that. Nope. She has definitely earned scorn. You fall prone because you're taking a major wound. Mm -hmm. Roll against your constitution.
4: I want to roll over or under? Let's be. Under. Okay. We'll make sure this time. Uh, 60 under my 70.
1: So you do not fall unconscious. Okay. So you're still awake. So you're just prone. You're on the ground. You're probably yelling. You're looking at your hand. It's fucked up. Suddenly, your father appears next to you. And he goes, darling, I told you not to do this. You keep on putting yourself in danger. Your, your skin is now burned all, what, what are we gonna do?
4: We aren't gonna do anything.
1: Oh, we gotta do something. Why don't you get up and get out of here now so that we can get you to a hospital see
3: dead people. <laughs> Does anyone see her? Who no. Who she is talking to right no. now?
4: Get away from me.
1: I just want to help you.
4: You've never wanted to help me. I'm helping myself right now.
1: Looks like you're burning yourself. That doesn't look like help to me.
4: If that's what it takes. Why Candace. is there a woman
1: here covered in maggots? <laughs> Why do you think? You need to not do black magic.
4: I need to do what I need to do, and it is no affair
0: of yours.
1: Fine, I will talk to you when you are more sensible. And he walks away and disappears.
0: Son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm gonna like rip off part of my skirt. To try and wrap her
1: hand. Okay. You don't need to roll for that. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. All of you with guns, shoot! Shoot at them! So I'm not going to make you guys roll because they're not trying to actively dodge and you guys can start shooting. When you hit them, they basically start to fall out. Even though they're not dying, they're just kind of taken out of their trance. After you guys shoot a few people, the chant... Fails and all of the rest of the cultists fall to the ground and they're kind of disoriented. The vortex closes back up. And Mabel is, has just been screaming nonstop since this has happened. She's not. Dead, she's just, it's just broken her brain because it's a lot. Anytime somebody starts casting a lot of spells like she has and like Ethel has learned, you start playing on the edge of sanity real hard. Is Ethel able to stand up at this point? Yeah. Eugenia helps you enough to stabilize you.
4: Ethel goes over and puts her foot. Against Mabel's throat and looks around at the group to see if anybody's actually going to stop
2: her from doing something. Anyone? No objections here. I see nothing. And I turn around and I squeeze Benny. (laughs) (laughs) And
4: it's actually probably a kindness at this point with the maggots. Yeah. She's going to slowly put her foot down on her windpipe and crush it.
1: You uh, crunch down on her windpipe, and uh, that it ends her pretty quickly because she's pretty badly damaged. Do I see Kate Plum's body? You here? don't see Kate Plum anywhere. Once everyone falls down and you kill Mabel, Ethel, your mother, Rose, Agnes, and your husband all reappear. And you suddenly feel more connected than you had in the past. She had basically stolen those four four spirits from you.
3: Oh my god. I mean, we need to find Kate Plum, because this isn't over if not all of the women that were involved right. in this cult are not here. It might be slightly out of commission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
2: true.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we need to get Ethel home. Probably, right. like, somewhere that's not a disgusting gore-covered warehouse while she has a very bad
1: wound. Right, right. You guys take Ethel back to her place. Sure enough, on the porch is your father sitting on a chair. Oh, it's, it's nice that you finally decided to come home.
4: You were annoying in life, and you are much worse than death.
1: What are you jabbering on about? Have you not figured it out yet? Figured what out? That you're dead. I am not dead. I am right here. And how
4: did you get here?
1: I'm sure I took a boat like everyone else.
4: How did you get to this particular spot from the warehouse? Did you walk? Did you take a carriage? Or did you just find yourself here?
1: In my old age, I guess I'm forgetting things. I'm sure I walked. It's not that far. You're dead. You are saying that I am dead. Look, it doesn't matter. I am here. I am not dead. Go about your business. We'll talk later. I'm sure that Scotland Yard is going to be by at any point.
4: I'm sure they will be.
1: You walk in. Okay. You guys get ethel situated it's gonna take her a while to heal up and her arm is always gonna look she's gonna have to wear like long gloves you know like the
4: like i didn't before
1: (laughs) exactly to cover up the almost skeletal hand that she has now is anyone gonna stay with her uh yeah okay
3: i don't i personally i don't think we should separate i think we should stay together you're not leaving are you you're not leaving, are you?
1: Uh,
3: Maggie, why
2: don't you stay and help Miss Ethel out? Oh, yes, of, of course, of course. We need to uh, handle some business with Kate Plum, though. You're leaving? It'll be all right. I promise you, you're going to have her company. We need to handle some business. But, but you're going you're going to come back.
4: Honestly, ladies, it's very likely that Scotland Yard's going to show up here at some point. You
2: may as well go and deal with Kate Plum. Correct. Before we're not unable to deal with Kate Plum.
4: Precisely. I mean, we'll return we us
3: like to s- deal s- with her, though, as well. Uh, she did take something from me that was very important, and I would much like to get it back.
0: Well, once she's dealt with, we'll bring it to you. What was it? My
3: knife—the
0: one she used to stab me with. Yes. Oh, well then, that's a very personal reason for both of us to take it from her.
3: I can't believe she stabbed you with my knife.
0: Well,
2: some people have uh, uh, a knack, a flair for the... uh, I'm losing my words. (laughs) For the fabulous, I don't know. (laughs) The dramatic. The dramatic, thank you. (laughs) A flair for the dramatic and love irony. We'll we'll return, Maggie, as soon as possible.
3: All right, but what what if something goes wrong? How will we know? How will we know that you're safe?
2: What if we need to come rescue you? You'll know. Ethel will know. Yes.
4: Alizé, if you would. And Ethel's going to reach out with the book and hand it to Alizé. I'll
2: guard it with my life.
4: You know what kind of dangers it contains.
2: I'm aware. If I have to, I do have people I can, or entities I can call.
1: Thank you. You guys, where are you going to go to try to find Kate Plum, Alizé, General, Benny, and Eugenia? Well, she wasn't at the warehouse. Well, she might have been, but I think... But she left. She left quick, quicker than everybody else.
0: I think there would only be one place for her to go and wouldn't that be Mabel's estate or Mabel's house? Yes, probably where they were before. Okay. In one of their
2: meeting rooms. Mhm. <sighs> Back to the house. He yes. did not have a good time there the last time. Well, Mabel won't be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> That shouldn't bring me so much joy, but it really does. <laughs> Let's go. Please <Alice>, say you're <laughs> incorrigible. I've seen things. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and Ben. <Benton.
2: laughs> hey, hey. Don't
1: so talk about you, that. You guys go back to the estate. We'll get to that in just one second. Mm-hmm. Maggie, you put Ethel in the room. Mm-hmm. Easter's on the bed purring and sleeping as cats do. And I learned, um,
3: I learned about treating Burns from Mr. Graves when I was there trying to get help for Fran, like a good friend.
1: <laughs> right.
3: So I, um, I come up with some sort of salve and, and wrap her okay. arm. So maybe like we're sitting in her room, she's laying on her bed and I'm wrapping her arm.
1: Right. You get her to sleep. Where are you going to be
3: sitting right next to next her
1: to her? Okay. Heading Easter. Okay. (laughs) Give me a con roll.
3: Ooh, 13. Under my 70.
1: Okay, so you're awake. You don't fall asleep. You, You stay up. I don't nod off. And suddenly there's this bright light by and you guys are in like the third story of this huge victorian house i almost said old but it's <laughs> the victorian it's times so it's current <laughs> this bright light appears at the third story where her bedroom is and through the window comes the woman in white make a sand check because the last time you interacted with her yeah, she it was, killed it someone it was
3: very scary for me oh no i don't like that
1: Okay. I'm
3: 85 over my 48. I've lost a lot of
1: sand. Four more points of sand. Okay, that's fine, probably. Uh, You are (laughs) stunned and Easter wakes up suddenly, jumps over to your lap and starts to like hiss towards this woman and she floats across the room. You guys go over to Mabel's house and it's completely dark. There's no lights on anywhere, which is really weird because usually... At least the servants would yeah, be Yeah, the servants are there or something. It is, it is pitch black.
2: I don't think it might be a spell because how could everyone have gone? Even the servants. It doesn't look like there's any
0: life left. Unless she did something nefarious to all of them.
2: But but past her. But
0: we mustn't think that right now. I'm thinking, perhaps if if Kate is in there, we'll see a candle somewhere.
2: Or maybe she cast some sort of darkness spell over the house. There's, there's got to be a way to break through. Should we? Shall we walk around back and see if there's any difference?
1: Yes. Yes. Let's. Okay. So you guys walk around back, and the back door is open. You notice that one of the footmen is lying just a few feet away from the open door inside. You can see his hand and the part of his shoulder. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not moving, so you're assuming he's either knocked out or dead. But you'd have to go in the house. And the gentleman goes, I
0: I don't feel comfortable at all, either. I I have to agree with the general here, Alizé. Yes, it I looks like a trap. It does. It does look like a trap. I mean, how convenient is it that the back door was left open? Right. In- inviting us in.
2: Where else could she be? Think, think. There's got to be another place. I hate to do this, but at this point, I might need to summon a friend.
0: No. No, I won't ask you to do that. What else we, could we, we do? We haven't run out of options uh, yet. A uh, uh, uh,
1: A friend? Have you ever told Benny about your um liaison with the no. man?
2: but he doesn't know all the details. He just knows I've had some adventures. Um Benny, I was in contact recently or was contacted by
1: you know the, uh, Yeah Yeah. Yes. I think he could he 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 would help us? He offered
2: to help, but it would comes at a very high price.
1: Uh, what price is that?
2: I'd rather not say. Uh,
1: very well. What what do you want to do?
2: Well, what are our other options or ideas, Eugenia? Well, Kate
0: is either in this house and has laid a trap at my house and has laid a trap. Or is about to go to Ethel's house
1: to lay a trap. She <laughs> <laughs> might be at my. I was gonna
2: be like, oh, she's at my shop to lay to a trap. trap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I sense a theme. <laughs> I say
0: We reconvene at Ethel's house until morning.
2: <laughs> Till morning, so many things can happen between now and then. But we've it would be better with
0: light. chanting, yes. And it would be much better with light. I'm and, just concerned about what they may do in the night. And Scotland Yard. Let them into the house. And kill the Scotland Yard? Sure. Let's go to Ethel's.
1: All right. So, back to Maggie. Mm-hmm. The wonderful adventures of poor Maggie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a book waiting to happen. The broken woman.
4: So Uh, Maggie's very bad, not good day. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So the terrible Hobart knocked out days Mm. (laughs) woman in white comes through the window and comes up right up to the bed and she casts her hand over Ethel and says a word and Ethel, you wake up instantly. It's as (laughs) if pulling at the magic she put in you just to make you get up quickly. Mm -hmm. She goes, how was your evening? I think it went well. Correct. It was most productive. Good. I will be expecting you to keep your end of the bargain,
4: which is to keep for uh,
1: Sir Nuno's.
4: Sir Nuno's. Sorry,
1: it's you need to. I
4: am quite injured, as you can see.
1: I see. There's a price to be paid for magic, unfortunately.
4: It's a price I'm willing to pay, and also on your behalf.
1: Good. You will need to find a way to get rid of Sununos. It will not be easy, but you must do it. And looks over at Maggie. Says, I've seen you before somewhere, haven't I, girl?
3: No. No. Hmm. I'm like squeezing Easter, trying not to like hurt the cat, but like, I'm just like,
1: oh my god. Easter's making these noises, like you know, he's, he's not
3: making it. Sh- not verbalizing happening. how
1: I feel. Yeah, not happy at all. Yes, <laughs> um, uh, you heal, and we'll be in contact soon. And she drifts back through the wall and disappears. And Easter calms down, and you just collapse back asleep, as if you hadn't woken up at all. You guys make it back. <laughs>
2: Maggie is not to sleep. <laughs> <is> not okay. <laughs> Maggie is not okay. <laughs>
1: Maggie is like, oh my gosh!
4: Everything is high.
1: Oh man! After she fades, and you're freaking out, and you're shaking, mm. your whole body is like a leaf. And, yeah. Um, Easter kind of climbs up you a little bit and starts licking right between your eyes. And I mean, I guess I just allow it. Yeah. It's <laughs> just starts. You, you hear this purring sound from the cat, and you fall asleep. Okay. And suddenly thank you just you. knock Wait, out. Thank you. Oh, right. Kitty. Oh. Um, you guys get back to Ethel's house. Right. You know how to get in the house without any problem. You go up and you would check on them, I'd imagine. And you find Easter is sleeping on Maggie's lap. Maggie is leaned backwards, snoring. <laughs> uh, Ethel is knocked out on the bed. You, There's no sign of anything that had just transpired
2: must be nice to get a nice night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the four of you close the door and you go downstairs. Um, do you guys try to get some sleep?
0: Yeah. As
2: best
1: as possible. We, I or find, are you going to summon your friend or no?
2: Not right now, no. Okay. I'm going to wait till morning like Eugenia's talked some sense into me. I'm just going to hold Benny and maybe share a little bit more with him about life. Okay. Benny, I am so sorry for
1: everything. Why do you keep apologizing? I love you. I don't care.
2: I love you, too. I just feel like I've brought so much... Sweetie... ...difficulty and sadness and
1: death and... We've gone through a lot, and I don't understand most of it, but... Neither do I, honestly. We're still together, and that's all that I've ever wanted since the moment we met. I don't deserve you. Don't say that. Of course you do. I I love you very much. and I'm so happy that we're finally going to be together, and we're going to get married soon, and everything will be fine.
2: You truly are the kindest gentleman I've ever met in my life. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Just know that no matter anything that happens over the next couple of days... Know that I love you forever.
1: I love you too, sweetie, and you too. After talking for a while, doze off a little bit, mm-hmm. Eugenia. You and the general are in another room, and he he looks at you.
0: I know. I'm I'm worried as well.
1: You notice that he's got a lot of sweat. You can tell he's sore because he's been going nonstop. Right. It was.
0: We'll come over here and I have him sit down next to me and I, I lay him down with his head just on my lap
1: and uh-huh. let him doze off. he falls asleep. Oh. So you guys fall asleep. Maggie.
3: <laughs> you're gonna come back to me. You
1: wake up and you're under a large tree with big yellow and pink flowers on it it's you've never seen a tree with huge flowers on it like this before and
3: it doesn't look like the trees that popped into the city
1: no not at all the sky is this like vibrant blue and Easter is a few feet away from you and she stands up and walks over to you and says duh don't calm down it's okay I can talk to you here but you can't freak out on me okay okay you're a cat i am i'm also a general
3: um sure all right
1: i have my own platoon and everything this
3: is fine
1: but i can only speak to you here in the dream world okay i'm i'm asleep you're asleep i put you here remember i started licking your forehead It was to calm you down.
3: I think it worked. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Um, well, I guess I am just wondering what I can do for you, Easter.
1: (sighs) I can't enter Ethel's mind again because of the magic that she took from that spirit.
3: The woman in white?
1: Right. Yes. But I can talk to you. Okay. You can't let either one of them prevail. Sir Nuno's cannot come back to this realm and neither can the woman in white wait
3: the woman in white is 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 also trying to take things over
1: well yes you heard them talk did you not
3: i guess i did yes
1: she made a deal with ethel oh no and ethel's going to help her because she got her power back
3: is ethel bound to her now
1: in a way yes
3: is there a way to free her like like we did for alizé and sanunos
1: I'm sure there is, but we'll have to figure that out. But I need you to pull it together. All right. And stop freaking out every time you see a corpse, because you're going to see a lot more of them. Okay. I'm sorry.
3: All right.
1: Life is shit sometimes.
3: I've sort of started to realize that that's
1: sort of the trend. You... You're from the East End. I thought maybe you'd already know that. Oh but I, I did. Get it. Yeah, yeah, sure,
3: sure. I yeah. did.
1: Yeah. It's it just
3: didn't think it was like you know as bad
1: as it is. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking cats, corpses.
3: Exploding heads exploding and little small creatures eating people's stomachs. Sure.
1: I'm... Lay back on the tree and go back to sleep.
3: All right, good night, Easter.
1: Okay. <laughs> 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 You guys all wake up, okay? The General and Benny, like, you know, stretch out and start to talk with one another about what they're going to do next or what what should be done next, and and you four are finally in one room, and you can talk.
2: Well, it's been exciting, hasn't it, ladies?
3: (laughs) Well, when I woke up, did Easter do anything?
1: Jumped off, meowed at you once, walked out the door. Like a cat does. Okay. So, you're not sure if you're just fucking.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but But I'm just like,
4: did that really happen? Did that happen, or
1: was it just a dream?
4: Yeah, okay. I have been in contact with the woman in (gasps) white.
1: What? Again?
4: She said that we need to stop Sununos.
2: But why? What is she going to do?
4: She believes that she is the rightful ruler of sorts in this plane. Oh my
2: but god. But she can't be good as well. She's murdered so many people.
3: That means...
2: She's murdered people close to some of us. Easter
3: was right.
2: What? What you, do you mean oh Easter no, was right? He,
3: her
0: spoke to you as oh. well.
2: As well? As well? I, yes, I... The cat I, speaks. Um, uh, I've, ne- uh, I've never heard him speak, uh, and I was an animal for.
1: I mean, uh, uh, I don't. I, I don't know how much more. Uh, what?
3: Yes. All, all right. It. Okay. So it, it sounds very strange. I'm aware that it sounds very strange, but last night, I had I had wrapped Ethel's arm, and she had fallen asleep, and. I was really really nervous being in the house by myself so I was petting Easter and I I couldn't sleep and all of a sudden there was this very bright light and the lady in white she came, Ethel do you remember?
4: I do recall
3: she came through the window and after she left I fell asleep Easter calmed me down somehow and when I was in the dream world she could talk to me and, and said that she couldn't Talk to you anymore, Ethel. That seems
4: strange.
3: The woman in white oh. had somehow blocked Easter from being able to communicate.
0: Hmm. That is curious. And what did
3: Easter have to say? Well, she was very, very concerned, first of all. Very concerned about Sununos and Very concerned about the woman in white.
2: Oh, well, neither one of them has been particularly kind.
3: She said, "We can't let either of them prevail." I'm not really sure what that means, but she said, "We can't let either of them prevail."
2: Is Easter some? Is Easter? I wanted to say someone. I'm not sure how to call. A general,
3: apparently. I'm not really sure. I'm sorry, it's all still a bit
2: strange. Is Easter a cat we can trust, is what I want to know, Ethel.
4: Uh, I I am honestly unsure of who
2: to trust at this point, but... uh, So we've got to make a choice on who to support, because it sounds like this is a battle that is larger than we could have even dreamed of. Well,
0: I do know something i shall tell you yes. neither sir nunos nor the lady in white should have any charge of this realm there is only one person and that is the queen herself who should have charge of this realm how true she and the humans that inhabit it i for one am outraged so
3: strong
0: eugenia
2: Eugenia,
3: i've never seen you quite so upset i've
0: never
2: seen you this stirred up or heard you that forceful Her.
3: this is a fight for humanity
4: that's right i may have a slight problem
2: ethel what? you what? countenances changed
4: well i made an agreement with the lady in white that was what i needed to do to be able to help get my powers back so that I could do what I did to Mabel.
2: So we've got to make a plan where you seem aligned to her, but maybe your alliance can be used to take her down. Very, very sneaky. And I happen to have an alliance with the other side that could be used. Maybe there's a way To lure them both so that we could get rid of them both.
1: What do you guys want to do at this point? Do you want to head back to your house or do you want to go to Scotland Yard and (laughs) try to find Kate Plum? The cat told
4: us. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Scotland Yard. (laughs) I
1: just just think at this point,
0: Kate Plum is the least of our worries. Mm. We need to deal with the supernatural entity
1: situation. Okay.
0: Um... And that'll probably take care of Kate Plum. Probably.
1: I would hope. She's involved somehow anyway. You know she is. Uh, so we're going to stop here and uh, we will pick this up on season three of Otherworld London. This is jacked, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> First, let's talk about Patreon. This is our second season of Otherworld London. We had a lot of fun doing it. If you'd like to support the show, go over to Patreon, look up 12-sided stories, and There's other ways that you can help out. Uh, Terry's mentioned this before. You can uh, follow us, like us uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can talk about us. You can leave reviews. Anything that uh, helps spread the word is awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're gonna do social media real quick. We're gonna start with Terry.
2: Oh, hi everybody. This is Terry. Um, I was Lizzie Carew this season. Oh my goodness, what a good time! Mm-hmm. Thank you, Wes. Um, you can find me at the Terry Gamble on the internets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, you can also find me at Horror Movie Survival Guide. It's a podcast about scary things, mostly scary movies every week. Um, Wes. And out with us too so I I, I get to hang out with every now and again you'll get to hear Mm -hmm. him we I I stole him from my show too because he's (laughs) great so (laughs) check us out there as well
3: hi everyone Kelsey Osborne follow me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Kelsey Kelsum K-E-L-S-E-Y K-E-L-S-E-M
4: I have been, am, and will continue to be Mac Beauvais and apparently Ethel Prendergast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that she's alive as well, all things considered. Would you say
1: that you're a I, w- you're You know what?
4: I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I explicitly wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh But if you would like to be a guest at uh, awesome social media, not really, but uh, you can follow me at Strange
0: Like That on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I'm Michelle Otis, and you can find me on the Twitter and the Insta, at Mishulu, M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U, and I am also amazed that uh, Eugenia survived the tea room incident, so... There we are, awesome! <laughs>
1: um, And he really does solve everything. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I am uh, Wes Otis. Uh, you can follow me at Plate Mail Games. You can also buy some of the great audio that you hear from Drive Through RPG or Battle Bards. And yeah, so thank you guys so much for season two. It was really uh, cool, and we will be back for season three. In a few months. (laughs) Thank you. Or if you're listening to this later down the road, you can just listen to it all now. Thank you very much. uh, And we'll talk with you soon. Bye. Kate Plum emerges from the darkness as soon as the ladies leave the Wrecked Warehouse. She goes from one cult member to another who still lives and kills them, slits their throats for failing. She was always meant to be the safeguard, to be the one left behind if the spell didn't work. She was to go to each of the ladies and kill them for interfering with Mabel's plan but her heart sunk as she sat next to the maggot-covered corpse of Mabel and tears started to stream down her face she couldn't bear looking at her then suddenly several of the corpses that she had just created fell apart into worms they writhed and crawled their way across the ground joining Mabel's corpse, becoming part of it with the maggots. Kate Plum watched with insane glee. Mabel was still alive. Well, sort of. Slowly, the maggots and the worms fused themselves with what was left of Mabel's body, and it sat upright. Mabel was now a crawling one. A mass of grotesque worms and maggots, spurred on by the will of an insane sorceress. Kate Plum laughed in joy as slowly Mabel came to her feet. She extended her hand, covered with worms, and put it on Kate's forehead. Her minion had done well. Reunited, they would bring their god into this world one way or another and they would drink the blood of the ladies. The path was clear.